Week six. I can't believe it's week six already. We're going to preview that shit. And we're going to review week five. Matchup of the week, Snake Draft. We're drafting Halloween candy. League versus Office. Week 6 preview. Week 5 review. Matchup of the week is the KOTML podcast. Buckle up and let's go. Who? Mike Jones. Here we go. First up on the menu. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the AP KOTML Top 12. Number 12. It's the Bethlehem Cheek Slickers. They're 0-5. Number 11. Mrs. McGiblets is 1-4. Number 10. Password is Taco is 1-4. Number 9. Taco Corp. Two and three. Number eight, the longest yard. Two and three. Number seven, holy hot balls. Two and three. Number six, searching for Jerry Garcia is three and two. Number five, Devante's Inferno is three and two. Number four, Beast Mode. Four and one. Number three, Dick Long at 3 and 2. Number 2, Dude Where's My Car is 4 and 1. And for the 4th, maybe 5th, I don't remember, week in a row, the double entendres are numero uno at 5 in O. Oh, this was the AP Top 12. As I always say, I have nothing to do with these rankings. This is straight from the Associated Press. If you got a problem, send them an email. So for this next segment, I decided that I'm going to step away from my role as league commissioner, and I'm going to step on the pod every week here as searching for Jerry Garcia, and I'm going to cut a little promo for my opponent each and every week. So this week, 
This is directed straight at you, Mr. Holy Hotballs. You see, the truth is, I have searched the globe, or at least my phone contacts, for a league that I could put my name on. Who could live up to the bill of the double entendres? And dude, where's my car? And myself? Hell, even password is taco. Deserves recognition. This Sunday, I find myself on the marquee with one holy hot balls. And let's get one thing clear. I have no ill will towards you, son. But the truth is, come Sunday, you are going to find out just what it is. That has taken me from undesirable to on goddamn deniable. And when you look across the fantasy gridiron and you see the fire in my eyes, the best thing for you to do is turn and run, boy. Because if you step up to the plate, I'm going to knock you down, drag you out, and eat you alive. Here we go with the week five review. First up, in our matchup of the week, not only did Beast Mode Beast lose his first career fantasy football matchup, he also lost his best player. And he lost the matchup of the week by 99 points. Falling to 4 and 1, Dude Where's My Car, the highest point scorer in the league again this week, improves his record to 4 and 1 keeping a stranglehold on the division. In our next matchup, searching for Jerry Garcia improves to 3 and 2, defeating Taco Corp who falls to 2 and 3, 158.3 to 90.96. Our next matchup, the longest yard, improves to 2 and 3, defeating Password is Taco, another tough loss for Password is Taco, falling to 1 and 4. Losing 132.08 to 127.32. Password is Taco undoubtedly is having the worst luck in the league this season. But that is why you play the game. Next up, it's undefeated against winless. The double entendres improved to 5-0. Defeating the Bethlehem Cheek Slickers 149.32 to 100.38. Dick Long improves to 3-2, and two, defeating Mrs. McGiblets 147.93 to 72.72. Gotta like that. And the last matchup of the week, Devante's Inferno outscores the Holy Hotballs by 49 points on Tuesday to stun the Hotballs. 110.36 to 108.6. Hotballs falls to 2 and 3. Devontae's Inferno improves to 3 and 2. Weekly awards. The overall number one player in our league setting goes to searching for Jerry Garcia's play of quarterback Justin Herbert. 38.36 points. I'm so proud that I got an award this week. Maybe another one coming up. The highest scoring running back. Only 25.9 points was the highest scoring running back this week. That's Miles Sanders for the double entendres. Who, he had a 70-yard touchdown run and had like 7 yards the rest of the game. 
Sometimes all it takes is that one run. Highest scoring wide receiver on the week. Dude, where's my car? Adam Thielen. 24.8 points. Adam Thielen is quietly the number two wide receiver in our league this year. At tight end, the highest scoring tight end this week. Travis Kelsey also going to searching for Jerry Garcia. 21.8 points. And now the lowest scoring player played this week. The Beast Mode Beast, unfortunately, got 77 total passing yards and two interceptions from Jimmy Garoppolo for negative 0.4.92 points. Uh, just tough luck. Not only 77 yards and two interceptions, getting pulled at halftime. Not really playing. It, I, I feel like Beast Mode would really benefit from having Carson Wentz on his team. But he doesn't want to seem to make that trade. What are you going to do? This week, a double award for the laughing my ass off at you, sir. San Francisco's defense, negative four, played by the Beast Mode Beasts. And Kansas City's defense, negative five points. Played by searching for Jerry Garcia. Congratulations to both of you for your negative point outpouring, outpouring, uh, negative point output from your defenses this week. That was the week five review. Next up, we got week six, Jim's weekly rundown. The league versus the office. Nothing sexual about that. Out your ass. Out, son. Calm down. Count of three. We're all going to put down our guns. I have crossbows. Password is Taco. What's going on, man? Not much, man. How you doing? Oh, we're hanging in there. So we are here for the league versus the office. We're going to do a would you rather segment. But first, I want to start out with your matchup this week against Mrs. McGiblets. Sir, let me just let you know, you are number three in total points this season with 695 through five weeks, which is a high total. I'm, I'm well aware, and I'm also well aware that I'm one in four. Yep, that's my next point was you, you have the worst statistical defense in the league also, 12th with 749 points against. Going to have to play better defense if you want to turn it around. Well, I've been watching way too much SEC football, so I think, uh, <laughs> I think that has something to do with it. Facts. I know all about that firsthand since my Gators got beat last week. Need okay. Just, like, so, one stop. <laughs> yep. Nope. Yeah. I, I, even Alabama doesn't play any defense anymore. I can't figure it out. 2020. <laughs> yep, that's for sure. All right, man. Well, hey, league versus office. I believe the league has a slight edge this week. I uh, I didn't get the running tally, but I'm pretty sure I'm still losing. Um, the first game on the list is the Washington football team is a two and a half point underdog, which I'm surprised about at the New York Giants. Oof, this one's tough. I think I'm going. I think I'm going Giants, getting off the schneid, but I don't feel good about that at all. (laughs) Yeah, I don't feel good about taking the Washington football team either, but that's where I'm going to go. So that's good. Next matchup up is Carolina, a one-point favorite, playing host to the Chicago Bears. 
I love the Panthers this year. Like they they've quietly been just kind of a solid team. I think that continues this week. I don't I'm not a big believer in Foles. Nope, me neither. Um, I'm actually like really surprised. After Christian McCaffrey went out, it seems like Carolina's playing better. Well, in one of my other leagues, I did pick up Mike Davis, and that dude has been a stud. Oh, yep. I got him in my lineup right now. I'm actually like, I'll trade Christian McCaffrey so I can play both of them. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> okay, I took Carolina as well. No big deal. Next up, Green Bay, a one-point favorite at Tampa Bay. I like – give me the Packers. I, I love that, like, Aaron Rodgers is cooking this year. He's a man on a mission. Um, I think that their offense – uh, it's just a little bit too much for the Bucks. A little, uh, little shootout action coming at you. Yeah, glad to hear you admit it because the last time we did this segment, you did not like the Packers. Obviously, that blew up. Well, they've, they've <laughs> kind of proved me wrong. What can I say? Aaron Rodgers is a bad man. Very, very bad man. Okay, I took Green Bay as well. Okay, no big deal. We might take some games the same. That happens. Next game. The Rams are two and a half point favorite against the 49ers. I think two and a half is low. I think the Rams get the job done, and I think the Niners are struggling. Yep, they're going to have a hard time losing their defensive players that they've lost. And, you know, they don't seem to really have any healthy wide receivers either. So it's been a tough for them, that's for sure. I took the Rams as well. So we're, we're going uh, a little bit the same here, but this one might do it. The Arizona Cardinals are a one-point favorite at the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, look, um, I, I am the, the resident Cowboys fan of the group. Um, but losing, losing Dak Prescott and a very, very suspect defense, I, I got to pick Arizona. You know, I got to use my head there. That's good. I got um, – so I, I have this feeling that the Cowboys are going to turn it around with Andy Dalton by simply by just leaning on Zeke. Getting back to leaning on Zeke, so I'm going to take the Cowboys here, which is fantastic because if the Cowboys win, I mean, you'll like that the Cowboys win. If the Cowboys don't win, I mean, I guess you get a point in the league versus the office. I mean, So it's really a win-win right? for me. Yeah, it's a win-win, absolutely. So that was the league versus the office. Now I'm j- I just want to ask you some would you rather questions, completely random. Uh, if you feel like explaining your choice, feel free to explain your choice. Otherwise, we're just having a little fun here. So first, first one: Would you rather your only mode of transportation be a donkey or a giraffe? You got got to go donkey. I mean, I don't know where I'd park a a giraffe. <laughs> I don't know where I'd park a giraffe. You need like a twenty foot high garage or something like that. Yeah, which which I don't have. So we got to go donkey. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Well, this you might have one depending on how you'd answer this question. Would you rather be four foot five or seven foot seven? Oh, seven foot seven. Man, are you not you're not worried about like an enlarged heart or anything like that? I feel like that's common with someone that tall. Well, that would not be good, but I mean, I could you know parlay my NBA career into some really good preventative health measures. I think. There you go. I mean, seven foot seven. That'll get you in the NBA. Gave me two two good years on these knees. 
make some good money. Get in, get out. That's it. That's that's all it takes in a, in a professional sports league these days. Okay, would you rather have skin that changes color based on your emotions or tattoos appear all over your body depicting what you did yesterday? Oh, gotta be gotta be the skin. Um, you know, I, I but then again, the tattoos thing, you know, that I that could really hide like like I'm worried that when like my students are getting like on my nerves and I get all annoyed that my skin turns like a different color and I can't hide the fact that they're just annoying the crap out of me. So you know what? Let me change that. I'll go with tattoos. Okay. Yeah. Um, I would much rather have tattoos because um, I'd like them anyway. So I I could just pretend it's not what I did yesterday. <laughs> you know? I don't know. Anyway, would you rather randomly travel plus or minus twenty years every time you fart, or teleport to a different place on Earth every time you sneeze? Um. Definitely got to go teleport somewhere anytime I sneeze because I don't really sneeze all that much. But you know, I do love uh, big farter. I do love some Taco Bell every now and again. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. Okay. One more. Would you rather question? Would you rather be a completely unknown major league baseball player or a world famous badminton star? Um, gotta go unknown baseball player. I think that'd be pretty cool. You know, I, I do love baseball. Um, although I could run gym class in high school, you know, if I was a pretty darn good badminton player, but I think I'd go major league baseball player. I absolutely loved badminton in high school, Jim. What a good time. All right, that was Would You Rather with Password is Taco. Now, uh, we got a minute or two here. You take on Mrs. McGiblets this week. Um, she's number 11 in the AP. You're number 10. How you feeling? Anything you want to say to Mrs. McGiblets before we leave? Uh, I would I'd start shopping for a number 12 jersey if I were her. <laughs> I think I think I'm taking out some frustrations on some of the no defense losses. This is the week where she she's gonna have to sleep with one eye open. I like that. Uh, that's the kind of spice we're looking for. Way too much a uh, hand holding and hugging and good day to you, sir. Talk on this podcast. We need a little spice going forward. You got Devontae Adams back this week. I'm sure that feels, feels good. Great. Uh, and look, you are currently sitting at a huge favorite this week. She does have a player in her lineup currently who's not playing. Uh, she better change that before the morning. Uh, but beyond that, you are favored. 62% win probability on ESPN. Password is Taco. Thank you again, my friend, for coming on for the League versus the Office. And we will talk to you again hey, soon. Thanks for having me. And hey, bring the fire, guys. Like, this is fantasy football. It's not the Sunday golf league. <laughs> Amen, brother. I'm I'm dropping a little promo starting this week. I'm dropping promos on my opponents every week on the pod. I want to hear a little bit from the rest of the league going forward. That's what I want. Let's bring some fire, man. Absolutely. Let's make it personal. All right, brother. We'll talk right, to you care, soon. Dude. Welcome to Jim's Weekly Rundown. You know what a rundown is? 
Use it in a sentence. Uh, can you get this rundown for me? Try another sentence. This rundown better be really good. I don't know, but it sounds like the rundown is really important. Welcome to the week six preview portion of the podcast this week. The first matchup on the docket searching for Jerry Garcia, number six in the AP poll at three and two, is taking on number seven, the Holy Hotballs, sitting at two and three. Currently searching for Jerry Garcia is favored again by 18.4 points. The Holy Hotballs are sporting not one, not two, not three, not four, but five players who are in the top ten at their position so far this season while searching for Jerry Garcia has just one. That's the number one tight end, Travis Kelsey. The next matchup on the list, Mrs. McGiblets, sitting at one and four, is currently a 28.3 point underdog Against 1-4 and and number 10, Password is Taco. Password is Taco is favored on ESPN by 7 positions. 7-3 to positions, that is. Currently, Password is Taco, although he scores quite a bit of points, has just one player in the top 10 at his position. That's Jared Goff at quarterback. Mrs. McGiblets has two of those such players. Mark Andrews, the number 2 tight end. And Mike Evans, the number eight wide receiver. Unfortunately for Mrs. McGiblets, no other player in her lineup is even in the top 20. Password is Taco has five such players. Next up, Dick Long at three and two, number three in the AP poll. Taking on number two, Dude Where's My Car. Currently, Dick Long is favored by 4.4 points. Sticking with the script of the top 10 players, Dick Long has 1, 2, 3, 4 top 10 players. Dude Where's My Car has 3. Dick Long actually has 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 Seven, eight players in the top 17 at their position. That's an incredible number, actually. Uh, Dudor is my car. He's got six in the top 17. Both very strong teams, high-scoring teams. This could very well be the best matchup of the week. Maybe could have been the matchup of the week in general. However, did not get such a designation. Next up on the list, the Bethlehem Cheek Slickers at 0-5, number 12 in the AP poll. is currently a 38.3 point underdog against Taco Corp, who is 2-3 and is number 9 in the AP poll. Taco Corp has just one top 10 player, oh, two top 10 players in his lineup. That's Lamar Jackson, who's the number 10 quarterback on the season. Not quite the return on investment he was hoping for, but also has the number four defense. That's the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Bethlehem Cheek Slickers does not currently have a valid lineup. Therefore, Vegas, seeing them as a 38.3 point underdog, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to smash Bethlehem Cheek Slickers to cover that spread. He doesn't have a single player in the top 10 in his position. Probably has a lot to do with why he's 0-5. 
The next matchup last week, Devontae's Inferno stunning victory moved him to 3-2 and two, and is currently the number 5 team in the AP poll, is taking on the 2-3, and three, the longest yard, who is currently number 8. Currently, Devontae's Inferno is a 6.8 point favorite in this matchup, favorite in ESPN by, at, at 6 out of 10 positions. He's got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 players in the top 10. The longest yard has just 2 However, he is getting a start this week from Debo Samuel, who hasn't played very much yet this season, but we all know the potential he has for a huge breakout game. This brings us, ladies and gentlemen, to our matchup of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, this is... Fighting out of the blue corner, he comes from the land of the beast. He's sporting Matthew Stafford, Kenyon Drake, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, and T.J. Moore, Jamison Crowder, Jimmy Garoppolo, and the Broncos defense, Odell Beckham and Noah Fant. Coming to you at a record of four and one, number one in the Fools on the Hill division. He is the Beast Mode Beast. And now, fighting out of the red corner, he comes from the double down land of the doubles. He's sporting not one, not two, not three, but four top ten players. He is currently the number one in the AP poll, 5-0, the double entendre. Yo. Mr. Double Entendres, what's going on, my friend? Not much. How are you, Kamesh? Uh, yeah, we're doing okay. A little tired today. Um, so it sounds like the AP has you at number one for the fourth straight week. How's that feel? Uh, it feels great. It feels fantastic. Uh, I'm gonna wait for Beast Mode to come on because I I have a I have a a particular question to ask you about a particular pickup you made this week. <laughs> And also, uh, I, I want to hear why Beast Mode declined my trade offer today. Ooh, trade um, offer is declining. I, a lot I, of offered, I offered him Carson Wentz for Dak Prescott this afternoon. So, what's uh, going on, guys? What's up? Mo, uh, hey, Beast Mode, welcome back to the matchup of the week. Third time in four weeks. That's unbelievable. One I know. One in such matchups. Uh, you're one and one. This is a big make or break week for you. Uh, losing your your best player last week obviously hurts a lot. So I'm gonna ask you a question first. Why won't you take Carson Wentz from me, man? Well, first of all, you wanted. I, I was ready to give you Kenyon Drake, but you wanted Kenyon Drake and DJ Muir, so I'm not ready to do that. And then you asked for that 
Prescott. Uh, you know, I'm still holding on to him. Uh, who knows? You know, I, I, I know he's not coming back this year, but, uh, um, you know, I might keep him for next year. Yeah, uh, that's the only – obviously, that's the reason that I wanted him. I was just going to throw him on IR and keep him for next year and also open up a bench spot by getting rid of Carson Wentz. But, all right, fine. I'll play Carson Wentz. Fine. Um, <laughs> so now, double entendres, the question I have for you is you spent $43 on Andy Dalton. Was that specifically – to block Beast Mode from getting him this afternoon. About 75% of that decision was to block Beast Mode from getting him. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> Beast Mode, did you put a waiver claim in on Andy Dalton? Oh, of course I did. How much did you offer? Uh, I think it was just 15. I don't think anybody would want him. You know, I'm obviously I'm the, the one that needed a quarterback more than anybody. Um, yep. So I feel like nobody else was going to go for him. Yep. When I saw that the double entendres put up $43 for the red rocket, I had a feeling it had something to do with beast mode. <laughs> I almost put all my money in it, but I was like, you know what? It's not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, hey, you're rolling with the two quarterback roster. Uh Best of luck to that. Uh, you did win an award for playing Jimmy Garoppolo last week, so hopefully he does better for you this week. I really hope so, too. I mean, I kind of had no choice. I feel like I'm the Yankees of football. Um, my whole team has been injured, pretty much. So. Oh, I thought I thought you meant you spent a lot of money to bring the players together. No, no, no. I mean, like, injuries, <laughs> injuries. <laughs> okay, I get you. Um, Currently, ESPN has the double entendres at 56% win pro- probability, favored by 13.5 points, so uh, quite a big margin there. I but- think they're being generous, though, because I feel like I'm – probably gonna lose by 50 points uh-huh. it's, it's not it, you gotta talk shit man it's not fun when you <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right i got something for you um i don't know if you noticed but every other week i was the underdog and i still came up with a w so hey we'll see all right gotta play that good solid beast mode defense that's, that's what you gotta do let's do it <laughs> um Okay, so uh, Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen are playing in the same game. A weird start time, Monday at 5 p.m. Weird, yeah. That is a weird start time, but um, this matchup's probably going to come down to that. Both of your quarterbacks at the same time, 5 p.m. on Monday. I hope it doesn't get postponed or something with the COVID. Well, uh, like I, I, like I explained last week, just let me know, and uh, I'm – I was told that I can make a switch for you if something happens. So as long as you let me know, a switch can happen. Cool, cool. Okay. Um, so what we have today is uh, we'll, we'll come back to this matchup after our matchup of the week draft. I'm really enjoying these drafts. Are you guys enjoying these drafts? Yes. Oh, I'm loving them. Beautiful. Fantastic. So today – because it's October, about two weeks from Trick or Treat, we are going to take a trip down memory lane. We're going to put our costumes on, and we are going to draft our favorite Trick or Treat candies. Um, obviously, not every candy is going to be on the board. Only ones usually found in the Trick or Treat basket. Um, so, 
Uh, I forgot to do the draft order, which I was going to do five minutes ago, but I'm scatterbrained, so give me one second. Here we have Millie. We have Greg. We have the commissioner. The index cards are in the air. The first overall pick. Goes to Greg. Let's I go. never get it. Why do I never get you it? Never get I never it. get it. <laughs> Greg goes first. Nelly goes second. My card went behind the desk. So oh, what the God. hell? All right, Greg, you are up and on the board. So draft away. I got got to go Reese's. Oh God. Yep. That's that's the obvious one of one. That obviously I, I wanted that too. The Christian McCaffrey of candy. <laughs> it's the Christian McCaffrey of trick or treat candy. That's for sure. Uh, I'll try and come up with a reason why I hate it by the end of this draft. Uh, Nelly, you're on. You're on the clock. I'm gonna go with a chocolate as well. I'm gonna go with Snickers. Ooh, ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, I'll talk about that later. Cause, um, well, I'll talk about it later. All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I am up here with two picks on the turn. I'm going to take old trusty. Kit Kat and Milk Duds. Ooh. Ooh, okay. There's nothing better than when you pull up to a, a house, you say trick or treat, and they just put out and you see those nice yellow boxes. You're like, I got to get on those boxes. And I'm going to mess those Milk Duds up. <laughs> <laughs> I never had one once, but whatever. <laughs> Yeah, my, my mom uh, is a dental hygienist, so growing up, uh, milk duds were strictly prohibited from our household. Oh, Understandable, go. but that's the beauty of milk duds. You Not only do you get to enjoy them in the moment, you get to enjoy them until you brush your teeth. Yeah. That's <laughs> the beauty of a milk dud. I'll give you that, yeah. All right, Nelly, you're back up on the clock. All right, I'm going to go with another chocolate. I have another pick, but hopefully none of you guys uh, get it. Um, I'm going to go with M&M's for now. Ooh. Okay, classic. My my three-year-old son would love that pick. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, two picks on the turn. All right, yeah. I'm, I was hoping this would fall, and it did. I'm going to go with Twix for my first pick. Okay. Um. You know, we're going to get some uh, diversity on the team, and we're going to go Sour Patch Kids. Ooh, I like that. Okay. Uh, Solid pick. All right. I'm going to stay away from the chocolate this time, and I'm going to go with my favorite candy, which I was hoping would stay, still be here, and it's still there. Um, Skittles. Ooh. Yep. Yep. I was I was just about to take Skittles. Oh, I'm but I have a backup plan. No worries. Okay, so now I'm up on the turn, and, and I'm uh, most of you that know this about me, but I'm a bit of a pothead. Really? And no. The 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 best thing to eat. Listen, when you have cotton mouth, I don't. Water doesn't even do it right. Juice don't do it right. Starbursts are the Ooh. best way to quench your thirst. Really? It's it is starburst. Quick, I want to pause this real quick, and I, I have an important question. What? So you pick Starburst. There's many flavors of Starburst. What is your preferred flavor? When you open up the original pack with the original flavors, which one do you 
hope to get first? Lemon. Lemon. Ooh. Yeah, I'm a lemon guy. I love lemon. Uh, my mom, growing up, made me lemon meringue pie for my birthday instead of birthday cake. Okay. Okay. Lemon head. Nice. So it's lemon, then then a strawberry, then orange, and the red ones. Yeah, I throw the red ones away. I yeah, me too. <laughs> the yellow and pink, man, those are right up there. Like two great flavors. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna finish it up here with another one of my favorite candies. This one may be a little out of left field for some people. Bottle caps. What? Well, you're losing this. It's a deep sleeper. Bottle caps <laughs> off the board. We'll talk about it later. You you can tell me why you hate it in a minute. We're almost done here. Nelly, you're up on the clock. This is my last pick, right? Correct, sir. Oof. All right. I'm going to go with a very, very popular one. Um, I'm going to go with Kisses. Kisses. Okay. All right. Okay. I'll tell you why I hate that in a minute, too. <laughs> Greg, to finish up, the trick-or-treat candy draft. You know what? I'm going to have to give a shout-out to my boy Barry here and go with Butterfingers. Butterfingers. And my boy Carson Wentz. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can have him. Daniel Jones. Special. You can like have him anyway on your team. Um, okay. So, Greg, your team ends up with Reese's, Twix, Sour Patch Kids, and Butterfingers. Nelly, you got Snickers, M&M's, Skittles, and Hershey's Kisses. I end up with Kit Kats, Milk Duds, Starbursts, and Bottle Caps. So now this is the part of this little draft here where we get to talk a little shit on the other team's uh, drafts here. Um, So I'm going to start with Greg. And uh, Greg, you hated my Milk Duds um, pick because of getting stuck in your teeth. And then you went ahead and picked Butterfingers, which just live in the crevices of your teeth. Every time you eat them, I mean, I would, I would, I would have to disagree there. I, the the butterfingers, it's like it melts in your mouth, whereas with milk duds, it it gets stuck in your teeth. It just dislodges crowns. It gives cavities. It's that deep caramel that the milk duds is just lacking. Damn. So mm-hmm. I went there. How many how many sour patch kids could you realistically eat in one sitting? Yeah. Um, 246. Wow. <laughs> oh, that's specific. Yeah. I, I love how specific that was. Uh, I, I find that after about 112, my tongue is really taking a beating. <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Nelly, what do I got for you? Uh, you're basically just drafted a bunch of choking hazards <laughs> and Snickers. I don't like Snickers. I think the peanuts take away from the flavor of what is actually a good candy, which is Milky Way. Oh, Milky Way is disgusting, but okay. Milky Way is just a, a Snickers with no Except peanuts in the it. You need, some, you need some texture in there, you know? I think it takes away from the flavor. Uh, uh, painful to eat sometimes. Jamsy in the mouth. Okay. Uh, you know I what I mean? That. So, okay. You're talking about jamming well, in your well, mouth, but you, you have the duds. Okay. 
Those are nice and smooth, like a, like a, a marble. Okay. Anybody else want to talk a little shit? Well, for like, I mean, I just started right now. So while you're busy taking your little milk thoughts out of your teeth, and you won't be able to enjoy any any other can. I I give you respect for the Reese's. They're pretty good. But those duds, while you're busy um, enjoying them, I'll be enjoying my uh, my Skittles and my other stuff. So I don't even know why you chose that. And Greg, honestly, I feel like the Butterfingers are just a knockoff from the uh, Reese's. They're just disgusting. I, I, I never enjoy them. I have tried and just, yeah. You have to, yeah. I mean, a Butterfingers is for a mature palate. I don't expect everyone to like it, but. I actually have a question about the Butterfingers. Have you ever eaten a Fifth Avenue? No. I definitely have, but I do not recall. So it was a very forgettable experience. <laughs> it's like a gourmet Butterfinger. It's like Butterfinger with all natural peanut butter in it. it way better than a Butterfinger. I'll have finger. to try that. I'll have to head down to the uh, old cozy corner in Limeport Stadium and pick one up. There you go. Uh, they definitely have them at uh, U.S. Gas. Hit my boy Yassif. He's got <laughs> definitely, they're definitely expired. <laughs> All right. Um, so, any are there any candies that you had on your list that you did not pick that you want to yes, mention? Um, the cookies and cream Hershey bars. Oh hell yeah! I'm now we're talking. Those are that is actually my favorite candy uh, bar. I and, um, I, I'm glad. I don't know why I, I didn't pick it. I'm glad we could all agree on that at least. That is, they're tremendous. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, Any, yeah, anybody I mean, else? Well, not really. <laughs> <laughs> that was my, my only one I had I was, left. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I was trying to think of, about what I hope my kids grab. When, when they go up there, uh, because I eat more of my kids' candy than they do. Smart. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if you live like that, 100%. Nelly, but I'm pretty sure that's why, that's why you have kids. And I kids. have four sisters, too, younger than me. So. Yeah, that'll do it. I, I mean, I, I'm the middle son. I'm the middle kid, so I had a few. Anyway, Halloween is uh, its the commissioner's favorite time of year. October is beautiful. I've seen like 400 horror movies in my life. Um, everything about the season is great. Uh, Trick-or-treating is fantastic. Getting scared is fantastic. <laughs> Costumes, fantastic. So I wanted to do some Halloween-themed uh, draft uh I don't. I I pitched the horror movie idea a couple times now, and nobody uh, is on board, which is okay. But uh, maybe in future weeks. Um, other than that, uh, let's go back to your matchup. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. By the way, league mates, go on, do your voting. But also, I want a little more engagement out of everybody. Go on to the message boards. Post your favorite trick-or-treat candies. Argue with us about our decisions. And let's engage here. Let's yeah, have let's a good time. I think we were, yeah. Paul and I were, were tied for, for the poll you did uh, two weeks ago. Three and three. I thought somebody was going to come in and get yeah, a see, tiebreaker, you know? You see, 
That is not you know, enough votes. votes. You know, I'm waiting for the seventh to go in my favor because I had the best team. And yeah. Yep, so that's not enough votes. But anyway, uh, before we depart, uh, I just wanted to know, double entendres, do you have anything you'd like to say to the Beast Mode Beast about your matchup this week? Uh, just that, you know, I hope you have a great week, and I respect you as a uh, person. And, um, yeah, good luck. <laughs> hey, listen, he needs to go. If I have my full team, you know, I'll probably be talking crap right now, too. But, I mean, you know, it's just luck. Um he has oh, clearly has the better team, but again, I've come on top before, and you know I'm just hoping for a miracle this time. So I good luck to you, man. I have losses miracle. to give as I have not uh, lost once. So I, you know what, I I hope you win this week. I, I hope. Oh, you, oh my God, you're so thoughtful, man. The miracle comes for you, <laughs> Greg. Greg, before we go, I have something I want to yeah. say to you. I hope that you finish the season five and eight. Wow. <laughs> All right. So, hey, make or break week. Beast mode beast three times in four weeks. You're in the matchup of the week. I'm super tired. Double entendres. Five in. Oh. Oh, by the way, beast mode, uh, I think when I saw the AP poll, I believe you're number four this week. So, you dropped a little bit in the poll after last yep, week's. I was number two. Schlubbing, a ninety-nine point loss. I mean, I lost <laughs> that's two okay. In the middle um, of the game, double so entendres. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. That'll do it. That'll do it. Uh, oh, oh, oh! I, I, I forgot. See, I left my notebook at work, so I, I forgot my questions. Beast mode. You have Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Le'Veon Bell just signed with Kansas City. Does that worry uh, you? A little. Honestly, especially because they, I noticed they've been using him more in passing plays than rushing. Uh, but then again, he yep, every yep. week in and out, he's been scoring except for the last one, you know, in double digits. So he's still one of my top ones. I'm going to start him and hopefully, you know, okay. he does his thing. Yeah, as the Le'Veon Bell owner, I think him going to Kansas City was the worst oh, possible boy. destination. <laughs> I'm pretty, I'm pretty upset. I was really hoping that he was going to end up with the Bills, but that didn't happen. So, anyway, thank you guys for coming on. 20 minutes we've been babbling on about <laughs> nonsense. 20 minutes that I have thoroughly enjoyed and needed. So, thank you for coming yeah, on for the matchup us. of the week. I, I hope to see a fantastic matchup that comes down to that Monday night. Yeah. Double dip. Same All script, right. Good luck. Good luck to everybody this week. I hope everybody has a good time. <laughs> well, yeah, you're being too nice. You know, he's still... We got to get... We need to get some edge on this pod he's next still... week. Listen, if I, uh, I told you, if I had my full team, I'd probably be talking a lot of crap right now, but I'm just going to stay quiet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. Next week... We're going for some edge. I don't give a crap. I'll put myself in the matches Let's of the go. week. And I'll, sh- I'll shit on some <laughs> fools. All right, boys. Uh, we will talk again soon. Uh, uh, keep, keep an eye out for uh, random messages from the commissioner. And go ahead and get on the app and vote. Vote, vote, yes, vote. Yes, sir.
Uh, All right. Man, thanks for having me yeah, again. Thanks for having us. Oh. See ya. All right, boys. Bye. See ya. And that's it. Week five review. Week six preview. AP poll. League versus office. Matchup of the week profile. We drafted Halloween candy. Head over to ESPN app and vote on the winner this week in the snake draft. We did a would you rather with password is taco. This was the KOTML podcast. Enjoy some throwback Mike Jones for absolutely no reason. Good luck in week six. So you can't see up in my window These niggas don't understand me Cause I'm boss hog on candy Top down at Maxis With a big Glock 9 handy Pieced up, creased up, stand dressed to impress Big boss bell buckle under my Michelin S Oh, Gucci shades up on my braids When I escalate When I'm riding spree wheel Sliding like an escapade I got it made, the big boss of the north Ain't shit changed, I still represent What's your house, huh? Even though-